the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Don't allow people's opinion to get you out of obedience. I'm going to say it again. Don't let people's opinion get you out of obedience. Because when God tells you to do something, there are going to be a whole bunch of opinions. Do what God told you to do. I'm going to say it one more time. Do what God told you to do. Because if you're not careful, you will allow opinions to turn into obedience. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something So guess what? Everything, everyone say, lines up. So when you have a vision, make sure everything lines up before you step in. Amen? All right, back, 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 back. And a nice answer, Lord, I have heard. I have heard. I have heard. Many people about, I heard many people about this man, especially how much suffering and evil he has brought on your saints, God's people at Jerusalem. And here in Damascus, he has authority from the high priest to put in chains all who call on your name, confessing your Savior. Now, let me give you a point of teaching right here. Don't allow people's opinion to get you out of obedience. I'm going to say it again. Don't let people's opinion get you out of obedience. Because when God tells you to do something, there are going to be a whole bunch of opinions. Do what God told you to do. I'm going to say it one more time. Do what God told you to do. Because if you're not careful, you will allow opinions to turn into obedience. Because look, look Ananias says, well, Lord, uh, he a crackhead. Lord, he a weedhead. Lord, she sleep around. Lord, he sleep around. Lord, he nasty. So, so, so Ananias is telling God what God already so be careful. It was a pastor locally, and uh, we met somewhere, and he was a little rude. And uh, I said, okay, praise the Lord. And uh, I said, you know, he may be having a bad day. And uh, we met again on different terms. And uh, we've met a couple times since, and I've helped him. And uh, he's opened some doors for me. And uh, we got a good relationship. There was other people who told me about him. Now, if I would have received what they said, I would have never had a relationship today. And some of you have allowed what others say to jack up blessings that were called for your name. Remember, the Bible says he can use the just. They don't have to be perfect to help you. The wealth of the wicked... 
I don't know about you. Praise the Lord. I know Donald Trump won, but if he want to sow a million dollars, we're going to receive it. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. <laughs> speak the truth, Pastor. Speak truth. Yeah, hey, I be tripping. Bible God says he can use anybody. Praise the Lord. So, so, so don't get so twisted that you no longer hear God's voice because you allow someone's opinion or their relationship with them to inflict how you think about a person because guess what? They'll say, man, he nasty. But then, did they tell you what they were nasty too? No, no, no. My point is people never tell you the whole story. They just tell you what happened to them, but they ain't tell you they stole the boy the money. And then after you find out that they were really a nice person, but you allow someone else's opinion. Notice, and Ananias telling God, Lord, I don't, I don't think you know about him. You don't, you, if you knew, you wouldn't be using him. He says this, verse 15. But the Lord said, but what? Notice, he didn't entertain or defend anything. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are high enough. If you're waiting for God to break it down for you, you'll be in heaven by the time you figure it out. Just be obedient. <laughs> he says, but, uh, but the Lord said to him, go. No explanation. I already told you to go one time. Don't let me tell you again. Go, but this man is deliberately as Jeremiah says, before the world was formed, I knew he. This man was deliberately chosen instrument of mine. Okay, check yourself. We all belong to God. And God has said, I don't care what you think about him, I'm going to use him. I don't know, that blessed me right there. Because guess what, I know I've done some things in my life that I know I'm not right. But by some way and somehow, God is still using me. I, I don't know about you, but I got a history behind me. And sometimes if everybody knew everything about Jomo, you may not like a brother. But guess what, even though God still uses me. See, that's what I love about the story of Paul. Paul says, I'm the number one crucified Christian. But yet and still, God can still use me. So guess what, brothers and sisters, I don't know what level you're on. I don't know what you've been through, but let me tell you, God's not through with you yet. God can use anybody anytime, anyplace. As Genesis 18, 14 says, is there anything too hard for God? So when you get the revelation, you stop judging people. This week, you're going to sit at the table, and you may have some people at the table that owe you money. Can I get a wave offering? You're going to have some family members sitting at a table eating some of your food and still owe you money. Come on, wave. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to have some people at a table that you don't necessarily like this week. Come on, wave. Come on. I'm trying to get you free before you leave. Come on. There's going to be some people at a table, praise the Lord, that you may not want to eat their food. <laughs> you might be putting the food in your napkin. Put it to the side. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Woo, thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to get you free before you get to the table. <laughs> uh, uh, who, 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 who cooked the collard greens? <laughs> Your auntie did. Uh, no, thank you. 
<laughs> she don't wash her hands. <laughs> is that is is that is, is that is that is that chitterlings? <laughs> I rebuke that in the name. <laughs> but you do you on your Thanksgiving to God be the glory. Listen, family, don't allow someone's opinion to jade you until you meet them personally and you find out their story. Because that one brother, he has gotten me to some doors I wouldn't have got into. And what I realized, it's a trick of the enemy that you allow someone else's opinion to not at least introduce yourself and learn them for your and it happens in church all the time. Well, this person is, I said, do you know the whole story? Why, why? I said, do you know about this? Huh? Do you know about that? Huh? Do you know about this? I said, yeah. Oh. See, what happens, we go off of misinformation. And then you make a judgment, and you don't know the whole. That's why I give everybody a chance. And even if they mess up, I give them another chance. Because guess what? God did it for me. We so quick to cut people off. I'm done with them. Oh, really? I wish God would have done that to your jacked up butt. But you, you have the nerve to be done with people. I don't see you on a cross. If he's he not done with people, how are you done with people? That's a, you know, because see, when you say you're done with somebody, you have put yourself on the cross. That your story is worse than his story. You better come off. We could never be done with people. We could never be done with people. Now, I may not spend a whole bunch of time with you. <laughs> I won't trust you as far as I can throw you, but I can't be done with you. If you come for help, I got to help you. Amen, 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 amen. He says this, ah, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. But Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard. Okay, I said that, verse 15. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my deliberate chosen instrument of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. For I will make clear to him. Notice, God is saying he's going to suffer. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 
101-801-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Stop trying to be the judge. Stop trying to fix. He gonna go through his own hell. Let me help y'all. Stop trying to talk about do deal. I'm gonna get them back. Don't worry. Every sin has consequences. You're not, you're not going to fix them. God got it. So stop, so let go of all your anger and hate. They did this and they did that. Don't worry, God sees all. And the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Get out the judge seat, please. Mm, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So Ananias left and entered the house, and he laid hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, key point, he didn't call him thief, liar. He didn't say, hey, brother, I know what people said about you, but I know what God called you. Hey, brother, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on, on the road as you came down the masses, now everyone say he's given him some confirmation because he's telling them about what happened. When a person comes and tells you about a vision that they should know, everyone says some confirmation. That's some, that's some manifestation. Praise God. So praise God. So, uh, so he says, as he came to him, Damascus, he sent me so that you may regain your sight. How you know I'm blind? Okay, praise the Lord. And be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to proclaim the Christ to both the Jews and the Gentiles. Immediately, something like scales fell off his eyes, and he regained his sight. Everyone say immediately. He got up and was baptized. Notice how long it take him to get baptized. Immediately. See, once, once taste and see the Lord is good. Once you get a taste of God, you can't go back. And he took some food and was strengthened. All right, wisdom keys, I got two. I'm doing good on time. Praise the Lord. God reveals himself in visions. God reveals himself in visions. Numbers 12, 6 says this, and he said, hear now my words, If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a what? And I will speak to him in dreams. So, God will try to step in, praise God, in visions and dreams to speak to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God showed me the vision of thousands of people. We're going to shake this region, y'all. I'm sometimes afraid to say what the things he's telling me. But we got a lot of ministry to do. I see a lot of, <laughs> it's overwhelming. I'm staying my lane. Amen. But God is raising up a people and a time. We're going to shake some stuff. Yes, Jesus. Hope you're ready. Because <laughs> with the blessing comes persecution. With the anointing comes crushing. Amen. Number two, number two. God predicts our future in visions. Habakkuk 2, look what it says. And I will stand at my guard post and station myself on the tower. And I will keep watch to see what he will say to me. 
and what answer I will give as a spokesperson, spokesman, when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the what? So guess what? He was waiting for a word from God, and God was going to speak to him in a what? In a vision. And engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for an appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail, even though it delays. Wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. It is critical you write down visions. Uh, I just paid a deposit this week for the new, the new plans for the new building. And... Uh, <sighs> You know, we've been in this building right now for uh, eight months, seven months. We're in a brand new building, <laughs> and I'm getting plans for the new building. We owe right now 400000 on this building, and uh, the budget was supposed to be two seven. It ended up being three two. We only four. I don't know about y'all know. If y'all know church, we've been in the building seven months. We only owe 400000 It was $3.2 million. And we're going to be, it'll be paid off in a couple months. And then we're going to start a new building. We're not going to be in bondage. Amen. <clears throat> now, listen to me. The Bible says, as the head goes, so goes the body. So what we want is a debt-free anointing on this house. Because, see, as it comes on the house, everyone say, I received that. Come on, say, I received that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as it comes on the house, it's going to come to my house. I see some debt cancellation. Come on. In the name of Jesus. I received that. Praise God. I hear a call coming in say, it's been canceled. <laughs> it's possible. So, God told me to start getting plans for the new building. So, the plans are they're about 80% done. Uh, we're going to have three levels on the back of that building. The sanctuary this sanctuary right here is 7,200 square feet. That sanctuary is 19,000 square feet. So <clears throat> it will hold 1,500 people on the floor comfortably. Uh, the stage, this stage is 17 by uh, 30. That stage is 70 by 30. Uh, because I figure all the dancers want to keep dancing, and y'all just keep multiplying. So... Uh, <laughs> And then there's, the, there's a balcony that seats 500 more. The lobby is 5,000 square feet. So there's more overflow. And then there's a fun zone. And there's all these things. And, and uh, you know, someone that's faster. You know, we just got in the building. And most people would be happy right here. I said, but God gave me a vision. And what I'm doing is I'm writing it down. I'm making it because guess what? God might bless one of y'all, bless folk. And y'all might come and say, Pastor, what you want to build? I've already had one lady come and say, uh, gave a significant check. And she said, here, you can start building. She said, everything you said, I see it. And see, then this becomes the rec center for you. And this is the full court this way. Two half courts this way. I see it right now. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want this. Yeah, I, I see pool tables in the lobby. 
I see it. I see it. So, so what are you saying, Pastor? <laughs> only, your only responsibility is to write it down. So when it gives you a vision, what you got to do? He says, though it tarry, wait for it. It's going to surely come to pass. Ooh. So you say, Pastor, you crazy. Yeah, I know. They've said it before. So, so I'm drawing plans. If you go in my office, I have plans everywhere. And even though we're in this building, I'm planning for the next building. Even though you're in this house, it's nothing wrong to go look at a new house. Even though you're in a car, don't matter. Look, it don't cost nothing to test drive it. Now, if you want a really nice car, you may want to look nice when you show up. That's all I'm saying. They may, they may look at you a little funny, but it, it, it don't hurt to look at a vision. You know, I, 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 I went to the, my doctor this week, my oncologist, and uh, it hit me again. Every time you go to the cancer center, it's hard not to feel it. So as I, as I went in, I, I remember the first time I had to go to the one in Brandon. When I first got diagnosed, I, uh, I wanted to go to the one the furthest away from Tampa because I figured I didn't want to go through that and have people in church know what I'm going through. So I was really trying to get as far away as possible. But they said, Jomo, uh, you have to go to the Brandon office to get this done. I said, well, I'm just going to sneak in and sneak out. So as I'm leaving, y'all, Lord Jesus, I'm leaving. And there was a long hallway. So I'm walking this way, and out the corner of my eye, I saw a vision. I said, Lord, I hope she didn't see me. Now it's at least 50 feet away. But I was more, I said, and, I, and I heard a scream. And the scream was, no. I said, Lord Jesus, she saw me. So she came over. She says, ah, what are you doing here? I said, you see my name badge, don't you? You don't have to ask questions. Because when you go to the cancer center, the first thing they do is ask you for your date of birth. I said, here's my name badge. She said, well, I'm going to take care of you. I, I said, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go far out. I'm not going not gonna to do it here. She said, no, 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 no. I know exactly what you need. I know the hydration you need. I'm going to get it, take care of you. I'm going to have them transfer you here, and I'm going to take care of you personally. I said, okay, Lord, I know this is you because I'm trying to run out of here. <sighs> I'm trying to hide through my season. Because see, what happens, brothers and sisters, when you go through tough seasons, you want to hide so nobody can see what you're going through. And God said, no, I'm going to put you in the front street. I want everybody to see you go through it. So I said, okay, Father, I, I, I'm going to do it. And, and in the process of time... She had, she had some friends that she said, uh, she says, Jomo, uh, I've been inviting them to church, but they just haven't made it yet. I said, well, uh, all right. So now, brothers and sisters, uh, I'm, I'm in there with my machine because when you have to go to the bathroom, you got to take your machine with you. <laughs> Where you going, Jomo? Going for a walk. Lord Jesus. I don't want to tell everybody my business. To God be the glory. Can I go to the bathroom by myself? Praise the Lord. So I'm walking my machine. And, and uh, uh, one person found out who I was. And they said, can, can you pray for me? So now I'm walking with my machine praying for people, y'all. In the cancer prayer, I'm sick praying for other sick folk. 
So then I said, Lord, I said, Lord Jesus, if you want me to pray for cancer folk, why'd you just tell me to go to the cancer center and pray? Why'd you have to, why, why you had to touch my body? You know, sometimes, you know, was I, did I miss a vision? Did I, was I not listening? And by God's grace, uh, one nurse, she called me this week, no, last week, or maybe two weeks ago, give or take. She said, Jomo, I hear his voice now. See, she didn't come to our church. Now she's saved, and now she's hearing his voice. And then she invited her friend, and then another friend, and then another person from the cancer center. And before you know it, I saw what God wanted to happen. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.